In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, starting on Ash Wednesday and, and going through this season of Lent, we have taken time to look at the Lord's Prayer. We have taken time to, to study how Christ himself taught us, his disciples, to pray. And so, in the Lord's Prayer, the final thing that we ask for, the final petition, is deliver us from evil. And so on Good Friday, especially as we read the whole passion story from the Gospel of John, we cannot escape facing the reality of evil. Evil is readily apparent. Right? In the Gospel, evil is that which mocks Christ on the cross. Evil is that which lusts for the suffering of the innocent and perfect servant of God. Evil is that which looks at the cross with cynicism and apathy and believes that's just the way the world is. It can't be better. People suffer. Evil is that which does not care about justice. Evil is that which brings about the pain and suffering of others. And not only does it bring it about, evil delights in that suffering. Evil uses the suffering of others for its own pleasure, for its own twisted happiness. The cross shows us full force that there is evil in this world. And what's even more jarring as we read the passion story is the truth that we have willingly participated in this evil. We have hurt others. We have likely rejoiced in the suffering of others at one time or another. We have benefited and taken pleasure in the oppression of the innocent. We, like those who nailed Christ to the cross, have sought in our own way power, money, and pleasure at the expense of others. We know evil ourselves. We know evil and we have suffered because of evil. We have seen the devastations that evil can bring to our families. We have seen how evil can lead to addictions, to abuse, to all manner of suffering. And on Good Friday, we cannot hide from the reality that there is evil in this world. Why then do we call this Good Friday? And the answer is because at the cross, God answers our final petition in the Lord's Prayer. At the cross, God delivers us from evil. So I would be remiss if I did not point out that translators of the New Testament have to make a decision when they come to this final petition of the Lord's Prayer. So the Greek contains the definite article, the, before evil. And so in the Greek, it literally says, deliver us from the evil. So translators have to make a decision, and they have to do one of two things. They can keep evil as abstract and drop that article. Sometimes in English we do that. We talk about the truth or the good, the beauty, to represent everything that's good or true or beautiful. We use that article, the. And so one way to translate it is to keep it abstract, the evil. And so in this way, to pray to deliver us from evil is to pray to deliver us from that force, that abstract force of evil. This might mean to deliver us from all that falls under the category evil, which would be death and sin and the devil. And from all the consequences of sin, then, we pray deliver us. And this is a good way to understand that petition. But as Christians, we want to be careful because we do not believe 
that evil itself is a substance. Evil itself is not an actual thing. Because if evil itself were a substance, it would mean that God created it. But God did not create evil. So rather, we believe that evil is a kind of negation. Evil, in other words, is the absence of good. Evil is the turning away from what is found in God. When we say a thing is evil, what we're really saying is that it lacks goodness. It is a privation of good. And this is true. We know it in our own lives. When we do evil things in our lives, ultimately we are doing things that lack love for God or lack love for our neighbor. It's the lack of love that makes something evil. And so on one hand, when we pray to God, asking him to deliver us from evil, we are also asking him to fill us with himself, to fill us with what is good. We are asking him to be present with us, to be present in us, because where he is, evil cannot abide, evil cannot win. The petition, then, is a positive one, because it seeks to fill whatever is missing in us and around us and fill it with God himself. The other way translators have translated the evil in the Lord's Prayer is to translate it as deliver us from the evil one. That is to deliver us from the personal force of evil that is the devil in this world. Alfred Depp, who was a Jesuit priest who opposed Hitler in Germany, wrote from a prison cell during the war, there is not only evil in this world, there is also the evil one. Not only the principle of negation, but also a tough and formidable antichrist. Right? And the idea is that evil is not only an abstraction, not only a force. Evil is not just an idea about why things are bad. Rather, according to the Bible, there is an active kind of personal evil, an antichrist that is working against God in this world. In the large catechism, Luther notes that this evil one, the devil, the one who is antichrist, works against every other petition we ask in the Lord's Prayer. He sows doubt, he sows adversity, he sows division. We pray then in the Lord's Prayer for God's name to be holy. And the devil, we know, works to slander God's name. We pray in the Lord's Prayer for the kingdom to come, and the devil works to divide the kingdom. We pray for daily bread. The devil works for suffering, hunger, and pain, and so on. First Peter says that the devil roams around like a lion, seeking to devour whom he can. Evil takes on activity in the work of the devil and fallen angels and in the hearts of evil men who oppose God. This is personal evil. Personal evil from the devil and all who serve him. And so we pray in the Lord's Prayer also, deliver us from this evil one. Good Friday is Good Friday, however, because at the cross, God has delivered us from evil. However we choose to translate the Lord's Prayer, that's still true. God delivers us from both the evil that separates us from him, and he, deliver us, he delivers us from the evil one that tries to separate us from him. One of our prayers at Holy Communion, part of the great Thanksgiving liturgy, has a wonderful phrase, which is, by his death, Christ defeated death. By the cross, 
Christ has trampled the devil, and Christ has assured us that we are no longer captives to be held by death or by the devil or by any evil force in this world. He has redeemed us and rescued us. The book of Hebrews says, Since therefore the children share flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. The final petition of the Lord's Prayer serves as a reminder to us. It preaches the gospel to us. It says, look, look what God has done to deliver you from evil. God has not spared his son for you. Rather, God has given his son as a ransom. God's son suffered the consequence of your sin. God's son has died for you. And because God's son has died for you, you are delivered from evil. Amen.